fashion insider friends what is up this is the fashion crimes podcast where i cover all things fashion style shopping style inspiration and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better yes i'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40 and i mean way after 40 Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Never fear, the only Holly you need to know is here. Back at you with more fashion inspiration and style information for you more than you will ever know what to do with. What's up, my fashion besties? I've been up here in the Fashion Crimes Podcast Beat Laboratory cooking up some ideas about chic summer dresses just for you. This can be easy to navigate as I've broken it down into categories for you so you can fill in when necessary. Quick reminder, though, that when shopping, it's important to know what fit you are looking for to support the body type that you have. So try to get a little out of your comfort zone and make sure you're shopping for fit first, not for price. If you're up in the discount store trying to find some cute dresses, just make sure you are trying things on and you're not spending hours just trying to find one thing because you're trying to fucking save a dollar. That is not an effective use of your time. Sorry, not sorry. Go in armed and know what you're looking for. When you shop for price, you can run into the danger of sacrificing fit for price, which I think we've all done that before, which is a huge fashion crime. That's how they get you with shiny sale signs all over, making you think that you're getting such an amazing deal. Sometimes you might be, but for a wardrobe improvement, you might want to look past the sales and box stores to some smaller brands and independent designers that I have suggested. This is all about trust. Not only are you trusting me, but you're trusting yourself to be as honest with yourself as possible. And believe me, you'll know it's hard to be honest with yourself. You will fight until the death to stay in your comfort zone. Yes, you will. It's what your ego wants. But just ask yourself, are you stuck? If I look at pictures of you from 15 years ago, are you wearing the same clothes? The answer better be no, by the way. You know if you're fighting to stay in your comfort zone, and that's okay. The first step is awareness. If you don't recognize it, you can't fix it. And that goes with anything in your life, really. Fashion and style should take up about 5% of your brain because everything you have, you like, it fits, and you know where it is in your closet. If you can't commend or if you cannot commit to all of those three things, then something's out of whack here. Okay, so everything you have, you like it, it fits, and you know where it is in your closet. And just a reminder, if you have too many clothes and not enough space, you have too much shit. If you have enough space and too much leftover space, you don't have enough. I want you to know I have been joyfully overwhelmed at the comments and people writing in I am just about to burst with pride. Y'all, you really make me so happy and proud. You just really do. And I'm seriously being serious. We'll get to the shout outs later in a second, but I want to know, did you just happen to hear about the best bathing suits for 2023? That episode was two weeks ago. 
and you best believe I'm getting a few new ones. Did you listen to last week's episode, the exclusive designer interview with Gila, owner and founder of Billy Blonde Swimsuits? Absolutely loved having her on the show, and I will be ordering some new bathing suits from her stat. She has a bunch of new styles coming out today. Well, well, May 30th, that would have been a few days ago. So stay tuned for my review on the ones that I get from her. Loving that journey for me. Also, as you know, we love supporting women-owned brands that are changing the fashion industry for the better. So if you know of a brand that you love that is female-founded and owned, please submit them to me, and they might just get interviewed by me right here on the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Wouldn't that be something? So for the flavor of the week, we're going to be discussing my top picks and suggestions for cute summer dresses for the season. With the death of Tina Turner, which I'm honestly, I am so incredibly saddened and beyond shocked by. She's one of those people that I just, you just think is going to live forever until they don't. Let this be inspiration to all of us. She wore clothes on and off stage that represented how she had broken free from her abusive life. She created a world only where she lived, where she wore dresses without conviction, others' opinions, or hemlines, for that matter. She will go down in history as a true, true fashion icon that we can study for years. Just look at the pictures that the press is using right now. They're just so inspiring to me. I'm going to go put her on my vision board. She was the queen of age defiance. When discussing dresses, I want us all to be inspired by her and know we can pull off anything in our wardrobe that we want whatever that means for you. So let's just all keep our inner Tina's on standby when needing a little pick-me-up when shopping. So there's that. RIP, rest in peace. May your memory be a blessing. Tina Turner, we loved you. Still love you. Moving on to the fashion bestie shout-outs of the week. I would like to thank Kim number one. She wrote in and said, If I'm going to a wedding where the bridesmaids are wearing black, can I wear black too or no? Which I thought was a great question. And the answer is most definitely yes. There are no hard and fast rules about this. Just because the bridesmaids are wearing black doesn't mean that you cannot. You most certainly can. It is not your fault they're wearing black. You can too. You're not supposed to wear white to a wedding. That's really the only very big fashion crime here. Not wearing black. Okay? Thank you for writing in, Kim number one. SB, she wrote in and said she's getting her closet redone. Um, Loving that journey for you, SB. She says, I was wondering if there's a guide somewhere on how much shoe space or coat space or how many drawers I should include at a minimum. SB, this is fantastic news. So mazel tov to you. So excited for your new closet. My answer to you is that there is no real magic number here. It really depends on how much space you have and how big your budget is. But here's the thing. The categories of clothing is what is most important here. You need long and short hanging, space for bags, boots, and jewelry, drawer space for folded items, and space for shoes. Lots of shoes. Now, it would be great if there was space to keep your suitcase as well. So you don't have to go to the attic or the basement or somewhere else to get it. I know that when I got my closet done, they gave me too much short hanging. So I just took a few of the, sorry, not enough long hanging, excuse me. So I just took a few of the bars out to create more long hanging. Get with your designer and make sure you use that maximum amount of space that you possibly can and try to get your ratio of long to short hanging equal. 
I had way too much short and not enough long. I wanted to also thank Vielka and Melissa and Mary for writing in this week. I also wanted to thank Rebecca for writing in. She was asking about cute sneakers. What's up, Rebecca? Christine, I hope you listened last week. I did that entire episode for you upon your request. You're welcome. And thank you to RBS for writing in and telling me that I'm on fire. Loving you. Loving that. Thank you so much. And there was also a Kim number two. So Kim number two, thank you very much. You wrote in and asked about clothes for festivals and cool kimonos. We got you, Kim. We're going to discuss that today along with cute dresses. So Sarui, she wants to know about cute summer dresses, which is what we were talking about. She was also like, I'm fine to show my arms and legs. It's my stomach that's not flat anymore. Girl, please, I know, okay? I never thought I had to worry about that. But now as I'm approaching my 50s, I do have a spare tire, let's be honest. Now, it's a 10-speed spare tire, as I like to say, but a spare tire nonetheless. So I totally feel you. Nothing a little support in the middle cannot help. I need it too, so don't give it a second thought. Linda wrote in and she said, what are your favorite summer dresses that are chic yet comfortable? We got you today, Linda. We got that. Don't worry. So that's two requests for summer dresses, a third for festival clothing, which can sort of count as cute dresses, of course. And all of y'all are being squished together today. So the options for summer dresses are completely endless, but I'm going to pick some that I have been wearing that are comfortable yet stylish. If you have any suggestions or if I leave anything out, just make sure you let me know by sending me a DM, emailing me at the Fashion Crimes Podcast email address. So the past two clients that I've worked with have had issues about showing their arms and legs. They're a little older. Now, I know I've talked about this before, but I want you to know, no one sees what you see. You can bitch about your arms and your legs, and you can absolutely show what you're comfortable with. I'll tell you how to get to that comfort level. If you have veins or blemishes or things that you're worried about, there's nothing a little Dermablend can't fix. I've gotten it for my last two clients and it works like a charm. Dermablend, if you don't know what it is, it's a very thick stage makeup that you can use to cover up tattoos or anything else that's bothering you on your body. It's very, very thick. You buff it on just like with a makeup sponge, like your concealer on your face, and it works wonders. Now, it doesn't make it 1000% disappear completely, but it does make a gigantic difference especially if you have very pale skin and your veins are showing up in different colors. So just blend and go. I recommend using a makeup sponge and then buffing it over it with some matching powder. That will be on my Pinterest board that I created just for you this week. You're welcome. So if you have veins on your shins or varicose veins or spider veins, it's okay. You can get a dress that's at the knee or below and use the Derma Blend. It's not that serious. You'll thank me later. Also, your arms. No one is asking you to walk around in a fucking sleeveless top, okay, or strapless top, but you can wear a short sleeve or a flutter sleeve. Yes, you can. There's no reason for you to sit around in schwitz when it's fucking 90 degrees outside and you don't want to show your fucking arms. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. It just is. Now, I have never in my life known that was such an issue until the last three women that I've worked with. They all said the exact same thing. Sure, your arms don't have to be your favorite part of your body, but you do need to work with what you have. That's why great style is so important. It's all smoke and mirrors. You can use it to your advantage to help in the areas that you don't like and emphasize what you do. 
The same reason I wouldn't wear shorts because I didn't like the way my legs looked and no one was like, that's so fucking stupid. And I was like, okay. And then I wear shorts all the time now. Now, I still don't love the way my thighs look in shorts, but I'm not going to let that hold me back. I'm just not going to do it. When you let your body issues come before your style, then we've got a real problem. Then you're stuck. You get stuck. So let's get you unstuck, okay? Dresses that are summer weight, they need to be a staple in your wardrobe. Now, keep in mind that you need a variety of dresses to choose from. This is just one section. So when I say dresses, this also means separates, which means matching top and skirt, which seems to be really popular this season. So either will suffice. The dresses I have vary in price from hanging out in the back yard, meaning less expensive, to things that I would wear out to dinner or to a nice restaurant. And let's start there. If you're running errands, playing chauffeur, or hanging in your own backyard outside, something obviously more casual and less expensive is the way to go here. Labels like Nicole Miller, who is a friend of of the podcast, please go back and listen to episode 105, which is our exclusive interview with Nicole, Rami Brooke, Rails, Popette NYC, Marissa Webb, ALC, Susanna Monaco, and the Dress the Population. They have a ton of selection that are great for just these activities. Also, when you have a dress that you end up wearing for like around the house, activities or chores, these are things that are usually too casual for a night out that you can demote them to a more casual section of your closet. So what I'm saying is, If you buy a dress and you're like, oh, that's cute, and you end up running around in it, and you thought it was nicer, but it's really not that nice, you just demote it to your like running around section. The next level up in dresses is a daytime dress, of course, which is considered a nicer dress, say, that you would wear to a lunch or a daytime event. Not something that you would wear just kicking around or going to carpool, something that you would want to show off and look dressed and put together. Remember, just because you're dressed, doesn't mean you're so dressed up. You're just dressed. Also, you need to have a bag and shoes. You cannot carry your everyday bag if it doesn't go with your dress. I get a lot of questions about dresses, about lengths and sleeve lengths and what's good for day or night. It really just depends on the event. Now, I've discussed dress code before. A daytime event is going to be more casual than a nighttime event, but sometimes you can get away with wearing something a little less formal to an evening event if it's semi-formal. Now, I know that's confusing, but just know this. A casual cotton sundress is something that you could wear during the day. A heavier beaded or embroidered fabric is probably something that you would want to wear for evening. It's not super cut and dry. This is why you need enough of a selection to where you feel like you have something dressy enough for, say, like a baby shower or to wear out to lunch with friends or something evening enough to pull off a nice dinner party or an event. Speaking about kimonos, I have a couple of dresses that I can actually wear as kimonos as well. And when I say kimono, it really means like a shirt dress that can be buttoned all the way down and you can wear it with jeans. I love dresses like that because you can wear it open, you can wear it closed, you can wear it over pants, you can wear it as a dress. So those, I just say kimonos, that's a loose term. But any dress that comes completely open, there's a ton of ways to wear it. On my last episode for swimsuits, I put some kimono options on there, but I'll be sure to put some more options on there because they do totally count as dresses as well. Now, if you don't have a variety of dresses to choose from, 
The minute you get invited to something you feel unprepared for, you panic and run out and then you get something new, grasping at straws, hoping that you made the right choice. When you are prepared, aka that means you have enough to choose from when a special event comes up, you won't feel like you have a gun against your head and so much pressure to find something new at the last minute. So this is why building and elevating your style is so important. If you get stuck, it's just that much harder to get you unstuck. Brands like Amure, Meg, which is a line out of Brooklyn, Derek Lamb, Crosby, 10 Crosby, Jason Wu, Sabina Musiev, which is out of Israel, Rosetta Getty, Millie Frame, B-A-N-S-H, which is a French brand, and All Saints. Those are all great mid-level, dressy daytime dresses. Something in like the $200 range and up. These are dresses that should be classic enough for you to wear multiple events, but not so classic that they look like something you could wear to a funeral. Of course, I have some fabulous options that you will love on my Pinterest board, which is really your Pinterest board. So get something you've never tried before and make sure you have the alterations person on standby. I got a dress from Millie that was so cute. I was like, oh, I'm going to wear that to my dog's birthday party. I tried it on too late and I realized it was too big in the top. Rude. So after I got that taken in, it was all good. So it's never an option not to try on. I just assume it was automatically going to fit me because I tried on the size that was too small in the store. So I ordered the next size up. It was too big in the top. Completely rude. Anyway, just because you are X doesn't mean you can't wear X. So that's a little formula that I came up with that I'm sure most people think of. I am this, so that means I can't wear this. So let's fill in the blanks. Just because I'm short, that means now I can't wear a maxi dress. It is not true. Just because you're big on the top doesn't mean you can't wear a dress that's a halter or strapless. You just have to look a little harder and a little longer. And that's where a great alterations person comes in. That is not something you can sacrifice if you need to tailor your clothes to fit you like me, or if you're short, or if you're super tall and you need the, you know, the arms let out, so forth, so on, and what have you. Going into evening dresses. Yes, I have a few and I have some that I can actually dress down and style it a different way and wear to a really nice event. But when it comes to beaded or sequin gowns, I do have a few. This is something that usually ends up in the closet for years and years and years to come. Then when you pull it out, you're like, oh, I wore this 25 years ago. And then you try to wear it again. The answer is no. Hard no, hard pass. Sorry, not sorry. If you have a dress that you haven't worn in that long and it's a formal dress, it needs to fucking go, period. Usually no exceptions to this rule unless it is a one of a kind designer vintage piece, blah, fucking blah, blah, blah. Okay, chances are very slim that it's something like that. You probably wore it once, you put it in this closet, then you moved, you put it over here, you kept it over here, over here. And now you're like, oh, I forgot I had that dress, but you wore it so long ago, that shit is tired, okay? This is a great thing to donate to a worthy cause so you can get yourself something new. Just know it's completely acceptable to have a budget in mind that you want to spend. Not mad at you for that but do not skimp on the dress. I'm going to say that again. I don't care if you have $100 to spend or $100,000 to spend on a dress. You're not going to skimp on the dress. When you skimp, 
you skimp on the fit and we're not going to do that. If you want to skimp on something, you skip on the accessories and the shoes if necessary, not on the dress. Think if you're invited to an awards dinner or a charity event or a special evening for your friend's daughter or a wedding or someone in your family, that is where you would buy a very specific, beautifully well-tailored fit dress for you. Now, if you need any ideas for an evening dress, you can totally find something from Sarah Rocca out of Italy. I have one dress by her, but I ended up getting it at a department store. You do have to contact them to figure out how to buy from them, but she's one of my favorite designers. Alexander McQueen, Erdem, Naeem Khan, Pamela Rowland, Mark Harian, another designer that I love. She has great dresses that are great prices. Kiara Boney and some or most usually have sales at the end of their seasons. In a more moderate price range, there's always Ricky Freeman by Terry John, Badgley Mishka, Lila Rose, Roland Moray, Marquesa Note, and Kika Vargas. Special occasion dresses are an investment, period, end of sentence, exclamation point. They just are, okay? This is not a secret. So make sure you get a new dress for an important event that is special to you, okay? If you're going to an event that you're just an invited guest, if your neighbor down the street, if their kids get married and they invited you, that's cute. But you can definitely wear something that you have as long as you wear it with a different crowd. And don't worry if you have pictures in this dress before, okay? No one cares. No one gives a shit. No one is going to remember. It's not that serious. I've had stuff where I have been photographed in and then I can totally wear it somewhere else, not the next month, but maybe a couple of months later to a completely different event with different people and be photographed again. It's okay. It doesn't matter. What's more important is that if you are someone who goes to a lot of events, you need to have enough in your wardrobe in your evening dress section to feel like you don't have to get something new every time. And if you go to one event a year, you should get something new that's going to make you feel good about yourself. Don't skimp on the dress and don't you dare skimp on the fit. Sorry, this is the most important. If you need any ideas about bags or accessories, we can certainly cover that another time because it's too much to talk about and it's a whole separate episode. Now, I do want to talk about the rental space. I've had people ask me about renting dresses. I don't want to say the names of the companies, but a lot of different companies do it. There's nothing wrong with that. I wouldn't do it because I don't need to do it. But if you're in a crunch and it's your only way to get a dress, do it. But I don't want that to be the only way that you get something new. You should have an arsenal of things to wear in your wardrobe so you don't feel like everything you own is rented. I mean, if you're going to 10 events a year, yeah, you need to own some dresses. If you're going to one event every now and then, it is nice to buy something new for yourself if you feel like you can wear it somewhere. Oh, I'm going to this. And then I have this in a couple of months. I can wear that to that too. That way you can justify the price. But y'all, don't just be depending on these rental companies. Don't do it. Because it's not about other people wearing it. It's a very sustainable way to live. But you should do that in addition only to help you if push comes to shove. That shouldn't be your only way to get something new. You should reward yourself, especially if you get something beautiful and you do get invited to a couple more things. Great, you can wear it. And if not, you know, eventually maybe you could cut the sleeves off or change the length. There's a lot of things that you could do to a really beautiful gown 
that you've only worn once that you're realizing you're not wearing again. So there's a lot of different ways to approach spending the money on an evening gown if it's not something that you're in all the time. So I hear you, I see you, I feel you, I get it. I'm not saying don't rent, but I'm not saying don't let that be your only hope. That's all I'm saying, okay? We're gonna talk about bags and accessories. That is a whole nother episode. That is a whole nother issue, but let the record be shown. And I just had this with my friend. I said, what about your earrings? She goes, what earrings? I said, what do you mean what earrings? You're fucking going to a wedding. She goes, oh, I, I, I usually don't wear earrings because of my hair, because her hair's like big and full. And I said, it's not an excuse. Get some fucking earrings. So she got these earrings and they weren't expensive, but they were really pretty. And she's like, oh my God, I love these earrings. They're amazing. I never wear earrings. Don't skimp on little details like that, okay? Get the right shoes. Get a bag. Get jewelry. Borrow earrings. Do Borrow a bag. It really doesn't matter. Those things you don't have to keep buying. You can certainly borrow those things, but do not skimp on the fit of the dress and do not skimp on the undergarments because if you do need help underneath, it's going to make or break your night. I promise. Okay. A good pair of undergarments, let me tell you, it can make you have a great night. It can make you have a schwitzing night, can make you have a sad night. Make sure you ask me for help. Send me pictures. Let me know what y'all want to know about. I hope that this helps and gives you some idea of what you have missing, if anything, in the dress section of your closet. If you purchase something and wear it successfully, send me a picture. And you too, you just might get a shout out on the next episode. I can't confirm or deny, but I love giving shout outs. And I really love it when I give a shout out and I answer questions. And the people are like, oh my God, thank you so much for answering my question. I love that. So thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and engage with us there. Make sure you watch our interview videos on our YouTube channel. That is the Fashion Crimes podcast YouTube channel. Send me an email, send me snail mail, send me smoke signals. Let me know you're out there. Thank you so much for all your positive feedback. Keep it coming and let me know. I have a request for loungewear and nighttime clothes. That's going to come up soon this month. I have another interview coming up this month, but I thought that was a really good subject to cover was nightgowns, night clothing, loungewear, what to wear to bed at night, So we're going to be covering that too. I might couple it with something else. But if you think of a good idea like that, give me a shout out. Give me a holler. Love you guys so much. Have a fabulous, fashionable week. This is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. That is just with the mostest. I'm sorry my voice sounds like a man. I've been sick. But I got my voice back and here we are. See you next week. Love you so much. Bye.